if you wanna say thank you, but you don't know how, let a bun cake do the talking. If you wanna say I'm sorry, but you can't somehow, let a bun cake do the talking. It's more than any other thing. A bun cake says I love you, let a bun cake do the talking. The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Son. Oh yeah. No turning back now. Nope. We're it's in the it. Five count. We're in it to win it right now. Are you scared? No. Hey. Hey, look behind you. I'm super stoked. Ah! Creepy. <laughs> gotcha. It's not Halloween time. What are you I doing? Gotcha. That? Why are you doing that to the listeners? Sometimes they just like joshing around, you yeah. know? Do you think people actually look behind them when they say that? I hope so. What? Oh, Sorry God. if you drove off the road. Oh, God. Oh, Dustin told me to look behind myself, and now I crashed my brand new Tesla. What do I do? Do people still listen to FM radio in their cars? Yeah, especially Teslas. Mm. That's what I heard. I listen to a lot of Tesla myself. but It's like the cool thing. Usually on my MP3 player. Yeah. It's a cool thing to do now is to drive the, drive the ultra high-tech Tesla car, but listen to old school terrestrial radio. It's like vinyl now. It's coming back. Son, you are old school, and you're not coming back because you never left. That's right. I never did leave. Yes. I'm like new school gone old now. Yeah, something like that. It's ridiculous. I'm excited for tonight. Are you? You know what Ton's going to do? He's going to rock in into the night. Rocking into the night. <laughs> That's what he has planned. What is that? What? That was terrible. That was terrible. What? I mean, I will rocking into the night, but that was ridiculous. Yeah, what do you do? You're pretty good, though, anyway. I still appreciate you. This is what I want to say. Let's get the this. Let's get the ball rolling, okay? What do you mean? Let's get the ball rolling here. This is the five count. I am Ton, and I have been currently listening to all, all of Hollow Notes, starting with the very first album, okay? I've just been listening to it straight through. Do you realize they had like seven albums before Private Eyes? 
Are you kidding me? Seven albums? Like seven. I'm pretty sure it's like seven. Six or seven albums before Private Eyes. I do remember discussing something like that with Five Count alumnus John Oates. Yes. So seven albums before Private Eyes, and it's all just completely not what you think of when you think of Hall & Oates. It's all completely something else. And here's the weird part. I mean, it's almost like... It's kind of so excited. It's not quite as bad as a kiss situation. It's not quite that bad. It's bad, but it is like a weird situation where you're like, how the like where are the hits? I mean, I guess there was some hits there in the seventies, but then I'm like, what? What the hell are these hits? And then you get to Private Eyes, and then you hear Private Eyes, and you're like, okay, that makes sense. And then the rest, then there's like a doo-wop song. And there's other weird stuff on this album that you're like, what the the hell's going on here? And then you keep listening and it's like, this is weird. There's like two awesome songs that completely make sense that you think Hall & Oates is, you know, this is this is Hall & Oates. And then there's like weird stuff that doesn't make any sense to me. I just don't even get it. This is an interesting thing to stumble upon. It really is. In the year 2022. It's very strange. Ton really has has a lot of unanswered questions about Hall & Oates. So I'm moving on. 50 years after the fact. Yeah, I'm moving on to H2O, which is the album I know the best, because you gave it to me on vinyl, and I've listened to that many times. I did do that. And there's more on that that makes sense and sounds like you think Hall & Oates sounds. But I mean, seven albums, dude. Before it's even sounds like what Hollow Notes sounds like, except except the the processing. There's some kind of weird signal processing that came on early, specifically on vocals, that is like very they just they could not get away from this thing, whatever they were doing to the vocals. And then it started sprinkling onto everything else. I don't know if it's a ridiculous compressor they were using or what, but it's it's like it's borderline absurd this thing that they're using it almost is offensive i'm looking at their discography they had some big hits in their early albums i'm sure that they did but they're not ones that i remember as being hauling outs you know what i'm saying no what about she's gone yeah i mean she's gone oh ah. yeah like it's fine it's good but it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound anything like um like uh private eyes um your you know your kiss is on my list man eater i can't go for that it doesn't sound anything like those songs if you know what i'm saying well those are 80s songs i know they were what about rich girl yeah Tom can rely on his old man's money yes now that's a strange i would say that's in a crossover period rich girl happened i feel like in a crossover period because when you listen i listen to their live album and, and they do Rich Girl live on there, and it sounds completely different. Not completely, but enough different that it sounds like a 70s jazz rock band doing Rich Girl instead of sounding like Hall & Oates doing Rich Girl, if you know what I mean. I have no clue what you're talking about at all, Ton. I'm sorry. Dust. You lost me a good You've five minutes ago. You've got to start listening to all of it. It's fascinating. What about Kiss on My List? 
That's what I'm saying. Kiss on my list is part of what you think of. You making my dreams come true. Yes, that is a great song. I was singing that to my daughter the whole time. Those are all greats. Fantastic. Unbelievable. But I'm, what I'm saying is, from my viewpoint, those are the songs that I think of when I think of Hall & Oates. And so all the previous like six or seven albums feel like, what the hell's going on here? And then because of that, there's like weird songs sprinkled in between those other songs that sound like old school Hall and Oates, but they're not because they're it's all Hall and Oates. It's just really interesting. It's sort of like when I when I tried when I listened to all of Simple Minds, and it was like holy crap! Like the first three albums are blowing my mind, and they're way cooler. And what the hell happened all of a sudden? Except. So, in a different way. I'm not, I'm a bit confused. What am I supposed to do with this information? Should I boycott them? No, 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 no. Should no. I write my congressman? No. Should I go to some sort of baseball field and burn my old records? No, I think you should just listen to more of Holland Oates and then tell me what you think about it all. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to do that anyway. Oh, good. Okay. Just, just, you know, it's just to generate conversation between us i mean the listeners you can do what you will with this information <laughs> i just wanted to share it my findings i don't think too many people do this kind of thing anymore like listen to every freaking album even when i think about it sometimes it's like am i a weirdo for doing this or like what so i should listen to more hall and oats i think so okay it's really interesting you really took the scenic route on explaining that it's like crazy. Six, seven albums of different sounding stuff. Rocking into the night. <laughs> Rocking into the night. Hey, Ton, I got a question for you. It's from John in New Ulm. Oh, what a guy. He's talking about last week. All right. I do remember one time I had idea. Rocky theme should be open song. Roy Rogers, happy trails, end song. <laughs> Sometimes change is not great. Maybe I shall call in to give you a few examples. Oh, wow. Hey, this is Jay. What, what up? up? What up, John? Dude, you should call, John. You haven't called us up in so many years. It's ridiculous. Hope joke wasn't gross last week. Someone at my dad's told it to me. I do hear some of your bonus interviews Monday on KMSU. Pigeons, etc. Wow. I don't know if you knew this, Ton. I have no. a, a second show on KMSU. Oh, I did know that. It's yeah. on Mondays around one thirty. Yeah. I interview people about pigeons and things like that. Okay. Pigeons. I don't always like to co-mingle the two because I don't want to make you jealous because <laughs> I know you had your own show on KMSU for a week and then you <laughs> yeah. got fired. A very brief period of time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The question is, do you plug this show while you're doing that show? Every time. Yes. And I'm sure that the listenership has probably skyrocketed thanks in part to being on more exposure in the afternoons yeah. on KMSU. Yeah, nice. Way to go. Well, you know, I'm just trying to do what's best. Yeah. We're in our 18th year now of making great radio. That is weird to think about. That means 20 years is right around the corner, dude. Yep. Wow. Ton was in fourth grade when I started this show. That's crazy. Now look at him. Now he's <laughs> complaining about hauling oats. And- <laughs> you know what's ridiculous? 
The amount my age has fluctuated on this program is just unheard of. You're a worldly dude. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, that's great. Thanks, John. Thanks for the feedback. And yeah, call us up. Leave us a voicemail even if you want. 507 507- 519-2030. That is the five count hotline. 507-519-2030. You can text that number. You can call it. You can leave us voicemail. We will play it on air. We will respond to your text messages. Man, I can't even keep up. My head is swimming. Really? With all the options of getting in touch with Ton. It's amazing. And making my dreams come true. That's a good song, dude. Woo, woo, woo. Rocking into the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was playing that that Hall and Oates song when I was bringing my daughter to to preschool on my lunch break. And I kept pointing at her. You making my dreams come true? Yes. Did you impress the other parents who you are old enough to be their parents? <laughs> no. Or did they all look at you wondering uh, who brought the boomer? No, they are usually impressed. I get a lot of smiles from the ladies when I go to drop off Sophia and we are like dancing and in particular like singing Shaka Khan songs or just whatever or even Rick James and we're like singing and dancing and to funk music and then they say it is so nice that you bring your granddaughter to school every day no they don't say that but they think it they look at me with these loving eyes and like you do with your grandfather when he says something embarrassing no they don't do that oh grandpa I'm not fully that old looking. Come on. To these 22-year-old moms at the preschool? Not all of them are 22. I bet most of them are younger. No, no, no. Think about that. No, there's some still closer to my age. There's some, there's, I mean, at the preschool I was just mentioning, there's maybe one that looks that young, like in their 20s. Listen, Ton, these mothers you're trying to impress at preschool yeah. were probably in preschool when we started this show. That's fine. <laughs> fine with me. Just wanted to do the math for you. And just so you know, I'm not trying to impress anyone. I'm actually just having a great time with my daughter. You're impressing me. Dancing, singing. It's fine. He's, he's like a fine wine or a cheese <laughs> of some sort. Just Good aging times. gracefully trying to hey ton do you still like songs in the new year yeah just wondering i haven't talked to you much it seems like we've been apart for weeks for like a year something like that no no we did see each other last week can't do the calendar jokes anymore ton we're too far into january dang it dang it i have some music if you're into that sort of thing yeah man i'm into it I know you used to be real into it, and then you were like, you know what? I just like hauling oats and complaining about hauling oats. <laughs> I don't know if I'm even complaining. I'm just like putting it out there that it's like, it was just strange. I was like, who is this hauling oats that I never knew about? It's crazy. I think everyone out there is probably hauling ass to the phone, call their friends, and say, hey, you got to hear this show. Oh my God. <laughs> you think so? They're talking about these ancient bands that nobody cares about. Actually, go on YouTube and look it up. There's, uh, I think, just Daryl Hall did a thing. It was like Hall in the, God, what was it? What was it called? But it was like him in his own studio or something, and he had all these newer artists that would come on and jam with him, and they would do, like, a lot of times they would do Hall & Oates songs, but he would let 
like have some like CeeLo Green or somebody singing the song. It's like somebody totally different, but he was in there playing with them, and they were just all in the studio jamming. Those were pretty fun videos. Yeah, that sounds cool. uh, sounds made up. It's not at all made. <laughs> Go check it out. Look it up. Hey, do you want to hear some Hall and Oats? Sure. I have some on deck. I'm so stoked right now. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double G, but I somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through. Two in the morning and the party still jumping cause my mama ain't home. I got bitches in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you want to do? Shit, I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. So turn off the lights and close the door. But for what? We don't let them hold. Yeah. So we gon' smoke a ounce to this. G's up, hoes down. Why you motherfuckers bounce to this? Laid back. With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking in now. Sipping on dinner and pills. Laid back. With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Back. I got me some sequins jeans. Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now this type of shit happens all the time. You gotta get yours, but fool, I gotta get mine Everything is fine when you're listening to the D.O.G. I got the cultivating music that be captivating me Who listens to the words that I speak As I take me a drink to the middle of the street And get to Mac to this bitch named Shady She used to be the homeboy's lady 80 degrees when I tell that bitch please Raise up off these N.U.T.s Cause you get none of these at ease As I mob with the dog pound, feel the breeze Biatch of just Laid back With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Rolling down the street, smoking in now Sipping on gin and Laid back With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Later on that day, my homie Dr. Drake came through with a gang to tangle right and a fat ass Jake of some bubonic chronic that made me choke. Shit, this ain't no joke. I had to back up off of it and sit my cup down. Tangeray and chronic, yeah, I'm fucked up now. But it ain't no stopping, I'm still popping. Dre got some bitches from the city of Compton to serve me. Knock with a cherry on top. Cause when I bust my nut, I'm raising the box to cock. Don't get upset, girl, that's just how it goes. I don't love you hoes, I'm out the door. And I'll be. Lay back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking in now, sipping on gin and pills. Lay back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking in now, sipping on gin and pills. Biatch with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking in now, sipping on gin and with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. 
this is Curtis Armstrong, Booger from Revenge of the Nerds, and you're listening to The Five Count.
Oh, yeah, we're doing a great radio show. Almost forgot what was going on. Oh, yeah. Hey, welcome back Here to it the is. Five Count. Man. Here it is. Man dust. Man, he is a man. You are quite a guy. Such a man. <laughs> Such a man. So, um, in this segment of the program, I'd like to bring up another thing that I'm way late to the ball game on. Oh, boy. And talk to you about it just to see how you feel. Is it the internet? No. <laughs> Dude, I could get on this business about the internet and probably not get off of it. Anyway, um, so Curb Your Enthusiasm. I just recently started watching this. Have you, you, You've watched it for quite some time, right? Well, it's been on for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is it still currently on? It is. It is. Um. So, this show is completely ridiculous. <laughs> is it not just completely ridiculous? <laughs> Ton just discovered Curb Your Enthusiasm and Hall and & Oates in the same afternoon. And he got so sick that he had to call into work because he was 
on the toilet all day. Dude, honestly, honestly, the Kirby enthusiasm at times gets like to be too much where I'm just like, dude, I need a break from this guy's situation. (laughs) Like, it's just like, holy cow, just one after another after another. I love how it how it all coincides, though. At least I'm just in the first season, but it all coincides like it's like the next episode picks up as if it's like the next day. And his day is just completely insane every day almost. It's just bonkers. I mean, the only win he ever got is when he went so far in the first season. The only win he's got was like seven, six or seven episodes in, and he won the bet with his wife to get Roadhead on the way home or at some point. And that was the only win that I ever saw him get. Can you say that on the radio? I don't know if you can, but I just did, and it's like... Well, if you're listening to this live on KMSU, you'll notice that that part of what Tun just said was backwards. Yeah, it was backwards. Um, <laughs> Do a timestamp. <laughs> so it's just like, I don't even know. It's like, how can you have that much terrible luck? But it's not really bad luck because he brings it on himself. Is that every single season for the whole time? More or less. Wow. Just wait till the later seasons when Five Con alumnus J.B. Smoove yeah. comes on the show. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of you. Hilarious. I've seen, like, clips of that. So I, what did it is I finally saw some clip, and then I saw... This is probably even old also. I saw, like, an interview where it was, like, Ricky Jarvis interviewing Larry David, and they talked a lot about the show and showed clips of it during it. And even just that interview was really funny. And you saw a, a kind of a different side of Ricky Jarvis because he kind of let down his guard more when he's talking to Larry David because they kind of... Who's Ricky Jarvis? You could tell that he that they got each other. Um, he's the guy who played the main manager on the European office program and really launched that entire office movement you mean ricky gervais gervais yes sorry gervais you're absolutely correct ricky gervais i've never seen the office I'm sorry I even i know who that guy is um so truth be told i watched some of that european office and i thought it was hilarious and loved that guy and then i tried watching the american one when the american one got super popular and everybody was going nuts over it and i and i couldn't do it because it was like just wasn't as good to me as the european one so i've never really watched the u.s office that much it's kind of like how i feel about national lampoon's european vacation really that one's my favorite yeah that one's my favorite too but most people would say that's probably their third favorite that's weird right like barely ahead of vegas vacation maybe how is that even possible european is way better than vegas it's just a thing i've overheard around the water cooler and various locker rooms that's the strangest thing ever anyway i'm sorry if ricky gervais is somehow listening to this i apologize profusely because i love your work he probably is and then he would probably say something very terrible towards me and you know it would be funny because i would understand that it's a joke anyhow he did this interview with larry david and it was just wonderful to see and um it made me be like you know what i should watch this I should watch some of this because it seems hilarious. And there's parts that are just unbelievably hilarious. And then there's parts that are like, like near painful to watch, to watch the situation. 
Is this your take on it, or what is it for you? Are you talking about this show? No. Oh, because it sounds like you're describing our show. It kind of, Except maybe for the is. funny part. Yeah. It's kind of maybe a little like our show. But have you, what are your thoughts on this show? I love it. You love it? Sure. Do you feel like it mirrors your own life a little bit? Uh, in a way. In a way it does, except for the yelling parts. There's like a lot of yelling in that program. I'm a little balder too, I think. How could you be more bald than Larry David? How is that possible? I guess I'm just that kind of man. You. Can- <laughs> oh, I also love how in the first season that I'm watching, he's the same amount bald and has the exact same hair as he does currently, but his face looks like just a young Larry David, like this young baby-faced Larry David, but with old man balding head of hair <laughs> and then you go and fast forward and it's like the his face has caught up to his actual age now you know <laughs> and now it's sort of like his face finally matches his hair it's wonderful it's a wonderful thing hey ton speaking of wonderful things i've got a message here that was sent to the five count mailbag from brian reby oh what of, a guy of brian reby drives electric i love that guy the youtube sensation he is a sensation. Sweeping the nation. <laughs> With all the talk of testing going on, have you guys been tested for awesomeness? Well, Should awesomeness testing be mandatory in schools? And what flying colors did you pass with on a scale from lame to way rad? <laughs> um, I'm going to say I have not been tested and a hundred percent. Yes, we should be testing for awesomeness and I can only hope to get way rad. You don't feel like that would maybe make some of the other kids feel bad. Like me, for instance. No, cause other kids, it's possible to also be way rad. Would they call it the ton scale? No. Some of you lamos, I think ought to come down to the office and take the ton test. <laughs> That's not even a thing, Dust. It would just be like the awesomeness test or whatever. It would be something very blanket. Nobody has to be compared to me. So, well, obviously that isn't even a thing. But Oh, geez, come on. Um, what if you suck? Then there's got to be like a program to help you to not suck. You know what I mean? And it's got to be like a real one. Not like the ones back in the 80s where the program was they just yell at you to not suck. And then you figure it out. It's got to be. That's like, what they did to me. Yeah. It, obviously, it did not work. Yeah. You got to have like somebody who like helps you along and in how to not suck. And then, you know, like helps cultivate a not suck type attitude and, and the whole deal. You know what I'm saying? Because back when I was a kid, they basically made me take like the Iowa basics test for sucking. Yeah. And I was off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> you were off the charts. And then they just said, stop sucking. And then that was it. And then you kept sucking. And then they kept saying, try not to suck. Would you try not to suck, please? And then it's like a few months later, it was like, you know, we've been talking about you not sucking and you haven't been not sucking. So please, can you just start to not suck? That's all they did in the 80s. They'd say, hey, Mr. Wilms, if you insist on sucking so much, could you please not try to influence the other people who have an actual opportunity to yeah. lead a normal life and who have potential to not be a big lame like you are, sir, Mr. Yeah. Wilms. 
Mr. Wilms. <laughs> and you never said anything. You never said it's Wilmus, ma'am. No, because I sucked. Ah. Oh. Yeah, it's tough. I'm from LeSueur also, so I had that against me. What a bummer. It's like taking off from an unplowed field. Wow, an unplowed field. That's that's really something. That's a visual right there. Thank you so much. Tanya, really something. I'm glad we're here tonight. Yeah, it's been great. Brian Reby, I'd like to know when you're coming on the show again. Hey, I got another uh, tip from John in New Ulm. No way. Why were the cows yelling at the farmer? No idea. They were moody. (laughs) (laughs) What a guy. With mashed potatoes with shredded cheese melting. Wow. John from New Ulm. Mashed potatoes with shredded cheese. Wow. That's how they do it in Germany, I think. You think so? Shredded cheese on the potatoes. Nice. I didn't know that. Well, that's one of the reasons why you tune into a show like this. You learn things about, you know, German culture and all and oats. Education. It's the educational value of this program. It's an entertaining program, granted, but every once in a while, even if you don't realize what's happening, some knowledge gets slipped in there. Yeah. Really sinks in nice and slow-like. Sinks in nice and slow. (laughs) Hey, Ton, I got some news for you. No way. Maybe four other people might be interested in this. Got a call from the North Mankato Library. Yeah. They were interested in our old magazine that we used to publish, Save the Crumbs. What? Apparently they're teaching some sort of class on how to waste your money making zines. Yeah. And I guess we're like the poster children of that for the last 20 years. Wow. So, like, they want us to, or uh, should, can I say us, or just you, or what do they want? I feel like anytime anyone's interested in me or talking to me, it's because they know that it's a one degree separation from you. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that's reality. But so what, like, they they want some talking about it, or they just want to view it, or show it to other people and talk about it, or what? They needed it for examples. Okay, you just gave it to them? So I gave them what I had. Okay. The last of the old stock. Wow, cool. But I did not know this, and he clued me in on it. Maybe you knew this because you're more of a scholarly dude. He said that both the MSU library and the Gustavus library have saved the crumbs. Really? As like part I of the collection of literary oozits. Wow. And now the North Mankato Library has it as well. I didn't know so many people were so nostalgic for this magazine that That's we made unbelievable. with pirated software. That's unbelievable. Wow. That's really awesome. Just wanted to let you know that. I wonder how much of it they have. These other colleges, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not sure. Weird. How much did you give to North Mankato Library? I had about 20 issues left. That's all I had besides my own personal set. Okay, okay. That's what I was meaning. Like, so now they're all gone. Your set, or did you give them? But no, they, I, you gave what you gave them is for them to keep. 
Yeah, they're yeah, now wow. they're part of the library. Yeah, wow. I don't know if you can check them out, but probably like the microfiche, you can just go and sit in there and look at them. Can't take them home though. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Just thought you should know that you have printed work in various libraries around the region. That's crazy. That is awesome. You know what I'm saying? That's like a thing that you bring your grandkids to one day. Hey, if the listeners out there don't know what the hell we're talking about, you could find all the issues of Save the Crumbs at thefivecount.com. Yeah, man, go on there. You can check them all out. They pull up right on your computer and read them, see what we're talking about. It's very cool. Speaking of cool, Ton, got like an hour or so left of the show. I say we play some more music, you know, like we used to back in the good old days. Yeah, man, let's do it. Good times, great oldies.
Valentine from the Go-Go's and you're listening to the Five Count.
me a complication And it's an only child Cause in my reputation There's something more than what I know it serves me right But I can't sleep at night Have to hide my face Or go some other place Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't cry out for justice Admit that I was wrong So 
Hey everybody, Wayne Nelson here from Little River Band, and you are listening to The Five Count. Something silly When my day comes to get me at my place 
Oh, yeah. Do you feel like you're back at the old-timey shooting gallery at Valley Fair? Yes, exactly that I way. Like shoot the piano player in the butt. Everybody he'd, loves he'd play that. play that song. Yeah, everyone loves that. That's the best. Yeah, if you're 40. If you're 40. If you're, like, in college, if you're in the dorms, you have no idea. Well, it's, like, the best if you're 40 or if you're four. Like, four-year-olds like that stuff. I'm saying it wasn't there. There's a very distinct line, like... Oh, sure. Pre-Thunder Canyon, post-Thunder Canyon. Yes. Pre-Excalibur, post-Excalibur. I haven't been I haven't been there in quite some time. Quite some time. I wonder about it sometimes. Like I know I want to bring Sophia there at some point and I wonder like will there still be awesome 80s style tunes being played cuz there had been for years and years and years or will it now be something totally different? It's hard to say. And what is it going to be like? When's the last time you were there with me? When you made me ride that thing that shoots way up in the air and goes back down and and you said, hey, I'm going to ride it again. Let's go. And then I said, ah, I'm going to pass. And I sat on a bench. It could be that last time. Try yeah. not to throw up. It could have been. That was, That could have been the last time. Because that was about 14 years ago. Man. No, it had to be within that. Within then. Because I went with, uh, with a kid from the brother-sister program. Maybe that was the last time. Well yeah. done. Hey, it's the You're five saying count. By you the almost way. puked from steel venom. I didn't like it. Wow. I don't like things that twirl around and do all that stuff. That's too bad. Well, I'm just as God made me. I love that stuff. So, I got a doozy of a question here for you, Tom. Hold You're on not a second. Not gonna like it. I don't want to move on from Valley Fair just yet. Do you remember when they had the pool with remote control boats? Yes, and you could. I don't, I don't remember if you had to pay. You must have had to pay because I never got to drive them. Not I, bumper boats, the little no. tiny remote control boats. Yeah, it's like little RC boats. And you must have had to pay because my mom never let me do it. But I would sit there and watch everyone else zooming boats around in a pool. Do you remember this? I do. I never did it either. I always I, remember there was one boat that didn't work right. Yeah. And then the guy would be like, furiously spinning the wheel and getting pissed <laughs> uh, I always like floating in the corner there goes your five yeah. bucks yeah was it five bucks wow that could uh, that could be real and that would be I think that'd be a crazy price for that that time yeah. period in the early 90s and ton money that was like three hundred dollars that's crazy so God, I just feel like I wish I could talk to somebody that actually drove the boat. You know what I mean? One of the boats and just was it really that awesome or was it? It didn't look that awesome. It didn't look awesome? Not really. For some reason, I thought it looked so awesome. I think it was because I just didn't know that remote control boats were a thing, you know? And then I saw them there and I was like, oh. Aren't they still a thing? Yeah, dude. Well, that's the good news, Ton, because you're a grown-ass man. Now I could just buy a remote control boat. There you have it. Zoom that bad boy out at the lake. Son, I got a something. I don't even want to bring this up. All right. It's a question from Billy Floyd Shouts. Oh, boy. Here we go. I don't know if you uh, have seen the news as of late. Hulk Hogan was trending recently. I didn't see this. I didn't see this at all. 
he had suggested that Betty White died because she was vaccinated. What? What? That's what he said. He's an anti-vaxxer, Tom. And Billy Floyd shout says, now that the Hulkster is blaming the COVID vaccine on the death of a 99-year-old celebrity, will Hulkamania stooge Tung finally be done with him? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, That does seem ridiculous, and it seems too bad, Hulkster. Um, I don't know what to say. You Tung's know? having a hard time. I don't know what to say to that. Let me just explain what's going on here yeah. in Tun's life. It's been very hard for him the last few years. All of his heroes, all of his heroes, Hulk Hogan, Ted Nugent, <laughs> Bill Cosby, uh. Scott Bayo. they've all been ousted as garbage people, and Tun just isn't sure what to do. Yeah. He wakes up one morning, reads the paper, Oh, it says here, Michael Jackson's a piece of crap. Yeah. What do I do with that? Yeah. All of Tun's heroes, his Mount Rushmore of idols, people he looked up to, all terrible people. Uh, And he doesn't know what to do. It's terrible. It's a terrible feeling, really. I mean, the only saving grace I have is Stallone. If some crap ever comes out about Stallone, I'm just going to lose it. He's the only one you got left. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. The Nuge is a crackpot. Heathcliff Huxtable obviously went to prison for being way... I don't even want to discuss that. I know yeah. that's still a sore subject with you. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, I don't... I mean, this... That's too bad. I don't know. I didn't even see that. That's too bad. That's just... Ugh. I don't. I don't even want to get into talking about COVID and vaccines on this program because it's just... I think everybody gets bombarded with that garbage all the time. And I do say garbage, meaning all of the social media coverage of that constantly all of the time. I think it's, I think the whole, I don't think COVID is garbage. I don't think vaccines are garbage. I think the whole thing and being bombarded constantly is garbage. I think it's like, I think everybody just needs a break. You know, I just think everybody just needs a break, um, not meaning a break like we all need to forget that it exists and go get wasted and whatever. I mean, like, we just need to... It's your answer to everything. We just need to calm down and, and relax and keep our heads on straight and realize that it's just a thing that we, we're still needing to get through. And, and, you know, it's okay. It's okay. We're still humans living on a planet that needs to be taken care of and you know it's all going to be okay all in all in due time it's all it's all going to get worked out that's all does that mean we could still watch wrestlemania 3 and watch leonard part 6 i mean i'm gonna do those things in the privacy of my own home i guess i'm going to I mean, I don't know. It's not like those things, if I watch those that are on my own personal DVD collection, meaning me watching that is not going to give some sort of royalties to anyone because it's literally pulled off of my shelf and put into my DVD player. I'm not supporting anyone 
you know, and I'm not le- I'm not advertising it to the world when I watch it, then I think it's uh, I think it's just fine. Well, like I said, Don, I'm sorry that you had to find this out, but you don't have a lot left. I know. It's All too you've bad. got left, you've got Sylvester Stallone and, and KMSU general manager Dwayne McGall, and that's it. That's for it. Father figures in those your life. two guys. What am I going to do? You know, I've met Dwayne, and he's fine and everything. I still have yet to meet Stallone. You do have Frank Stallone's phone number in your in your Rolodex. God, I do. You think I should just start just messaging him daily? Just prank calling Frank Stallone. Yeah. I actually, it's in my phone, actually. If I just start messaging him daily, you think he'll finally give in and just fine. Here's Sly's number. Just give him a call yourself. Just send him a lot of messages at odd hours that say, take me back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I don't remember the rest of the composition. That would be so awesome. Wow. Yeah. I can't wait. Hey, Ton. Do you hear that? I'm not sure. What, do you hear that? What is it? Listen. Oh. I hear it now. Yes. This is the part of the program where we go back 10 years and five count history. Wow. Put down your PBRs and listen up. <laughs> January 14th, 2012. That was 10 years ago. It says here we called somebody's mama for this installment of the five count. <laughs> Whatever that means. Wow. During the show, Ton, we tried to raise funds for famine relief in Africa. I feel like some people already did that once. Oh, no. Ton mourned the lack of natural bosoms in today's cinema. Wow. That's still a thing that's happening, I'm sure. The hits just keep coming. Sorry, man. (laughs) And we sculpted our sideburns into various shapes. Racing stripes, the decoration of choice. Nice. This was back, Ton, when we were watching a lot of uh, movies together from the... uh, early 90s yeah with lots of uh, bikini babes with really gross softball looking type implants yeah and i think that's where this subject came up like real firm grapefruits all of them all those bikini car wash films you know the type yeah and they have these bikinis on and nothing moves at all like they're bouncing around and jumping but nothing <laughs> actually moves Tons about to be added to that list of people I just mentioned and earlier. It just looks really weird and unfortunate. Don't get canceled, Ton. Try not to. Hey, we played New Year's Evil by the band Shadow. Yeah. We just watched that film. Yeah, we did. It's part of the five count at the movies. That's a great movie. It's on our Patreon page. We could watch another one here coming up. See what happens. I think there's nice all natural ladies in that movie. You know, uh, we can't watch all of your favorite films like Bikini Car Wash and those sorts of things because YouTube will shut that stuff down quick. Yeah. It's all right. As you noticed, if you're on Patreon, which you should be, and we do appreciate everyone who has joined us there, 
You get all sorts of early access to all our shows and bonus stuff. We just did a thing for Billy Floyd shouts about his top five favorite wrestling moments of the last year. And YouTube shut it down before I even published it. That was crazy. So I had to self-host it. Which is why you should join us on Patreon, because it costs hundreds of dollars to host nonsense. At least 18 years worth is a lot. And it's precisely that. There is stuff, literally, that you cannot go and just see on YouTube or anything. Because we're hosting it ourselves, because it just gets shut down. You can see things that you cannot see anywhere else. Don't tell anyone. Right on Patreon. You should join it in the present. That's why I switched the music. Quit living in the past, hon. Can't do it. Can't do it. Woo! That was good times. Thanks. You're welcome. Real glad that we were able to share that 10 years ago and just now talking about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was a different time. What do you think 10 years from now is going to be like when we talk about tonight? It's hard to know. It's really hard to know. I mean, I bet you and I will be similar type dudes as we are now. Do you think we should start at some point a segment called 20 years ago in five count history so we could talk about these old shows again for a second time? (laughs) Really just get get the most out of them. Just squeeze the final blood out of those stones. I don't, know. I don't know. That seems like cheating a bit. Do you think these shows are getting so stale we won't have anything to talk about? No, we talked for 15 minutes about Hall and Oates. In another 10 years? You can't find that kind of quality anywhere else on the dial. Exactly. Trust me, I know. I've made a living in AM, FM, and public radio. And I know for a fact that nobody out there would spend 18 minutes complaining about Hall & Oates no on one? the radio. Not a single person? This is the only place you're going to find that. Wow. That's amazing. It's uh, it's something. Well, you're welcome. I feel welcome, Tom. You notice we don't take calls anymore? Should we start doing that? Yeah. It's probably too late now. but It is, but I mean, I like talking to people. Maybe next time. We haven't had as many interviews here this year, thinking maybe we should just, like, get back to our roots and be buddies. Be buds. Who knows? Talk to the people. Yeah, you know, the little people. Ton, you've gotten so popular, and sometimes you kind of forget where you came from, you know? (laughs) Do we? Do we? Like Frank Stallone, when he was singing over the burning barrels out on the street corner. Yeah. And then his brother was just like, I'm going to buy a mansion. <laughs> I'm going to buy Leave a mansion. Leave you out here on the corner. Yeah. Wow. Go make Copland. Could you imagine that being Sly's brother? I can't even really imagine that. Do you see me as a brother? 100%. How do you feel about that? I feel fine with it. Well, it's probably the same thing then. Yeah. Well, not exactly. I mean, we live in the same town. Although it is funny because your your house is technically in the same neighborhood that I grew up in, but I bought a house in a totally different neighborhood on the other side of the town. I sell a lot of maps and stuff. (laughs) 
maps of the stars' homes. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> oh. You know, Betsy, Tacy, and Ton lived just down the street. <laughs> oh, dude, you, you got to start with those tours. People eat that stuff up. Get yourself one of those vans. Start some tours. You know what I'm saying? Like, buy an old used cargo van and just put some windows in it. Cut some windows in the sides. You know, put some seats in there and start doing some tours around the town. Now, do you think people would pay big bucks to drive by a house you used to live in when you actually still live in the same city in a different house? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Sure. I don't know. You never know until you try it. I'm just saying, you in the van, you would have to drive it because you're not going to be able to afford to pay a guy right away. And then you could have one of them headset deals, like a microphone on with a headset so you could talk while you're driving. And with your golden vocal tones, it's going to be beautiful. Everyone will just be flocking to get onto your van just to hear your voice. I would just have like a CB hanging down, like Egg Shen. <laughs> So it's in big trouble, little China. And you gotta grab it and psh, okay, sure. up next we're gonna show, 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 show. Pay me fifty bucks and I'll give you a ride over to Tun's house and we'll That's... just park in front of it and wait. <laughs> oh yeah. That's awesome. It sounds great. It's gonna be very lucrative. It sounds lucrative. Tun, we got time for another song if you're interested in that. I love this idea. Listen, this will be the first time this year that I'll be able to say this, okay? Okay. Here's some ween.
Yokohama, this war, Timor at wet. Oh, they are behind two to four. Our two men are out, or the bases are loaded. You should hear Yokohama fans roar. If they not win this game, they lose a pennant. And this our last inning to play. One excited GI fan from Brooklyn are yelling, it's like Casey at bat today. Then upcoming to bat, our home run king, yeah, named uh, Demasio Nishimoto. On every Japanese sport page, you will see his uh, smiling photo. He walk out tipping his hat to howling crowd and bowing with uh, dignified emotion. Then uh, rubbing hands in dirt and picking up bat, he say, we're knocking ball into Pacific Ocean. But then the uh, pitcher wind up and are throwing ball. And umpire are say, oh, strike one. Then the crowd are yelling, umpire have goofed, getting grasses for this uh, lousy bomb. The baseball announcer are looking at the crowd and are worried at what he sees. So he shout into loudspeaker and say, not a throwing sake bottle at umpire, please. Nishimoto are smiling to quiet down crowd. Then he pose like hero in painting. And when he throw kisses at fans in the breaches, 16 geisha girls are fainting. Then the pitcher are throwing very fast ball. And strike two is what umpire said. Then with a loud, juicy raspberry, people are yelling, Ah, dropping dead, please, honorable umpire knucklehead. Now, mighty Nishimoto are worried. He not have to be detective like Hawkshaw to know that if he are fanning out now, next season, he will be back uh, pulling rickshaw. He are gritting his teeth and waiting for pitch, and the crowd is get uh, suddenly quiet. Policemen move slowly onto the field. This our most excellent time for big riot. The pitchers throw ball. Nishimoto, he swing, and hundreds of people say later, when he swing his bat, the wind that it make are a blowing hat off of many spectators. Now some places bands are praying, and happy children are shout. But there's no joy in Yokohama, for mighty Nishimoto have strike out. He not get the bonus, yes, mighty Nishimoto have strike out. Hey, this is Greg Graffin from Bad Religion, and you're listening to The Five Count. I'll hold 
my heart till I can hold you in my arms. So darling, please wait for me.
What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Pussycat, pussycat, I've got flowers and lots of hours to spend with you. So go and potter your cute little pussycat nose. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. You and your pussycat nose. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pussycat, pussycat, you're so thrilling and I'm so willing to care for you. So go and make up your big little pussycat eyes. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. You and your pussycat eyes. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Pussycat, pussycat, you're delicious. And if my wishes can all come true, I'll soon be kissing your sweet little pussycat lips. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. And your pussycat lips You and your pussycat eyes You and your pussycat nose Hi, this is Ray Parker Jr. You're listening to The Five Count And after all, who you gonna call?
Let me put my banana in your fruit basket And I'll be satisfied Now my baby's got the clothes And I've got the needles We're gonna stick, stick, stick Till we both will feel it Then I'm telling you, baby I sure ain't got a knife Let me put my banana in your fruit basket And I'll be satisfied Let my banana right now Don't mm, let my banana right now I can see the way you can on You don't want my banana no how Now my baby got the meat And I got the knife I'm gonna do her cutting This dinosaur of my life And I'm telling you, baby, sure ain't got a knife. Let me put my banana in your fruit basket, and I'll be satisfied. That I'll get from you We're back. Oh yeah. To the five count, that is. Here it oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> How old is that sound clip? Oh yeah. Thought that was you talking. I mean it is me, but that's it's, a sound clip? It's me from how many years ago? I that, thought that was you saying that this whole time. Oh yeah. 
but it's different. You see, it's like my vo- I can even tell that my voice sounds different now than it used to. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is the greatest. Is that the clip from when we made all those sound bites for the True Punks? Oh yeah, yes, I knew it. That was a good time. It was. We spent about an hour putting that together for the True Punks, and then they didn't use any of it. That was my favorite part. It was very... <laughs> they didn't use any of it? <laughs> Actually, that was my second favorite part. My favorite, most favoritest part was when they did a new show every week, but the old general manager just played the same show for 14 weeks straight, and all their shows have never aired. Man. Open your eyes, Tom. Open your eyes. Over and over. And I remember we started calling it. We would say it the whole time. Before every show, we'd be saying, open your eyes. And then it would just start, open your eyes. I'd have to check the records, but I feel (laughs) like there was at least a good nine-week stretch where the same episode played. Yeah. Wow. I've been listening uh, to some of the older shows when I'm at work just to pass the time and there are so many just complaints from us about hey sorry there was 48 minutes of dead air before we got here hey sorry you only heard half of that show and it just died hey there's no show coming up after us because it doesn't work (laughs) like yep it was at least a monthly thing that's crazy i'm surprised you didn't just walk out well, I mean, you did a few times. I did. <laughs> oh. Surprised you came back is what I meant to say. What a place. What a time. See, we've gone through it all, Dust. We've weathered it. That's right? why we look so weathered. Yes. Like big suitcases. Isn't it crazy now to think about how many Saturday nights we sacrificed in our lives? Like straight through some golden years oh i wasted about 800 saturdays like right through our 20s we were just we didn't give a rip about well where else was i gonna go really something else on saturdays what else was i gonna do i had constant offers on every single saturday night but i said nah except for that one year and a half stretch or whatever that was when i apparently wasn't here ever I was a uh, heavy set wuss, straight edge with thinning hair. Where was I going to go on a Saturday? I can't remember how long that actually was when I was not showing up. But it seemed like quite a while. I don't know if it really was a year and a half, but it seemed like quite a while when we were going to the 10 years thing. But it's even funny when I think about it now, however long it was, it's really not that much in retrospect compared to how many we have done. You know what I'm saying? Well, at the time, it seemed like a lot because we were only two years in. Yeah. Now that we're 47 years in, it's like a fraction. Yeah. Crazy. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. What do you mean? I mean, you finally get fed up of this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I say I'm going to play Hall and Oates, but then I don't. I'm fine with that. I know you're not going to put up with that for long. None of that bothers me at all, Dust. Well, the show's pretty much over, Tom. I know that doesn't bother you either, because that means the true punks are coming up. Oh, yeah. And then I guess uh, we'll probably figure out what we're going to do next week. 
Yeah, man. It's going to be awesome. If everything goes according to plan, we should have a pretty big guest next week. Cool. Or it could fall through, so I'm not saying anything. You're not saying anything. Too many times that's happened where I've gotten ton all riled up and then didn't didn't pan out. That's a bummer. Three times, Queensryche singer Jeff Tate, for example. Yeah. I still feel terrible for getting my mom all riled up about one. I was so excited about these guests that I told my own mother. And then it fell through. And I was like, are you joking me? Well, I'll be here. It fell through like the day before. Something stupid. It was just like, come on. That's sometimes how great radio goes. It's ridiculous. Hey, you could find all sorts of great radio on our website, thefivecount.com. Like 700 episodes or something. The rest of them are on our Patreon. You couldn't, you'll be dead before you get through all these shows. There's so much content. So much. We also have the Five Count Co-op, which is a show on YouTube where we play old video games and swear at each other. Yeah, man. People love that. Or at the game. People also love ceramics, Ton. If you love ceramics, go to LoriDonCeramics.com. I go there so much. It's really great. And I guess that's it. That's it. Thanks again, everyone who joins us on Patreon and all you other people, too, who just listen. Thanks, guys. Try to catch a audio glimpse of ton. I get it. <laughs> Ridiculous. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you'll do it again. Good night. I love you all. Ha, ha, ha.